This is the Big Small Business Show. Welcome back uh, in studio once again. We have Nikki Siberini. She is uh, she calls herself a mind freedom fighter. I love that a mind freedom fighter. And today we're going to be talking about you giving negative feedback. So welcome back, first of all. Thanks, Alon. Lovely to be back. Um, I'm going to give you positive feedback. <laughs> Our last session was fantastic. But what happens if? Uh, it wasn't that good and you were one of my team members and let's say you were a little bit um, emotionally fragile and I wanted to give you feedback your performance was not good your work was not at the quality required um, and I know that you will take that badly and I feel that you'll take it badly in any way I give it to you because you're quite fragile okay what is the best way for me as a boss to give negative feedback with the least impact on your performance going forward? In fact, with the best outcome being that you hear me and you actually perform. Mm. How do I do that from a process point of view, from a language point of view, from a questioning point of view? What do I do? Well, Alon, it has a lot to do with communication styles. We all have very different communication styles and as a boss, we know what we want and what we don't want. Do we really understand our employees? Do we understand their communication style? What they understand, what they don't understand? And are we clear on what our perceptions are about them? So my work is all about the inner work, the work on the self. If I have a problem with approaching another person with some honest feedback, that is my problem. So what is happening in me that's creating the problem here? So um, do I have any preconceived ideas about what's going on? Um, do I feel um, uncomfortable about giving feedback because they're going to have a negative thought about me? That's where the investigation lies. So I have to give someone feedback. I'm uncomfortable about it because I know that they're an emotional person. What is it that's coming up in me? Why am I hesitating giving this feedback? Or what am I finding difficult about um, giving this feedback? Identify that, it's like that last session. What am I thinking? What am I believing? Let me question it. I, I, I don't want to give negative feedback because she may resign or because he may take me to HR or because whatever it is, whatever it is. And you question that. She may resign, is that true? Mm. Can I really know that that's true? And what happens to me when I believe that? Do I, do I become the people pleaser? Do I become harder? Do I resist? What, what is happening in me? And do past and future images come up? So you may be reacting and you may be hesitant about giving that feedback because of a whole lot of past experiences. Now you don't have to go into the past experiences, but just noticing that that is what's being superimposed on this situation right now. And then again, going to the question, who would I be? Giving that feedback without the thought. So, so let, let me take it one step more practice. Okay, so you work in my organization. You are, the last time I said, Nikki, because I'm quite personally, I'll say your work is cut. Okay, your work is, and I will put a, a smiley face. If you send it to me, I'll go, this is crap, and I will, I will send it back to you. And the staff have worked with me for a long time handle it. 
new staff members and want to break down and cry. And then their work goes down and some even leave. So, you know, looking back at self and saying, well, is that the best way to, to be forthright and just say what it is? Because at some level, I don't care. Okay? And some level, I deeply care. I'm both. I need both. I care for the business and I care for the person, but I look off as a, as a leader, I look after the whole bit before, I, and I'm sensitive to the individual. So how do I deliver this now? So let's assume I don't, I'm not worried about how I'm going to feel, but I do, do worry about the outcome and I have proof, because the last time I said your work is cuck, they went into this spiral downward. Okay, so again, Alon, it's your communication style. So you know this is your communication style. Your work is cuck. So another person's communication style, reading that would take it very personally. This is a, you know, a personal attack on them, who mm. they are. This is going to trigger, just like I've said to you, this is going to trigger a whole lot of things and they're going to react and their reaction they're going to blame on you. Mm -hmm. It's Alon's fault. He's a very bad leader. He's insulting. Instead of identifying what is coming up in me that I am reacting this way. So, you know, the work is, can you work on the other? Yes send them to a coach, put them through training, but you're dealing with something, a person's ability to be conscious and aware of their change of state of mind, their emotional state, being aware, what am I thinking and believing? Can you control that as a manager, as a boss, giving the bad news or criticizing or positive criticism or whatever it is? Can you control it? Self-awareness. Will this person be able to take this communication? Because I hear what you're saying, you don't care and yet you care deeply. So you as the manager know this is the communication style that will work or not. It's up to you what kind of response you want. But ultimately, you know, you, you, you can't control how that other person's going so, to respond. So do, do I say, Nikki, you know, your work is generally, you know, good. Um, and I start off with saying what such nice things about you and your work. But this particular... This particular piece of work was cuck, or was not up to standard, and then go. Oh, but yeah, I just hope you can get you know this to the standard you you know you're capable of. So positive, negative, positive. Okay, hamburger, right? Hamburger, right? So, but it feels so inauthentic. Mm. To because do you're that. not being you. Yeah. Mm. Well, there we have the communication style. So can we adapt our communication style? Do we want to adapt our communication style? Along when you're clear and you're clear, you know what you want and you don't feel like you have to apologize for it. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. It's when you're bending over backwards for the other person that you start to think, why is it that I'm doing it? Because do I want my staff members to love me? Yeah. Is it really important that my, they love me or do they know where the boundaries are? The clarity comes with you. Then it's up to you. Do I know that if I can adapt my communication style, I'm going to get the best out of it? Not am I going to adapt to it because I want them to love me. Mm. I need their approval. I need them to think I'm the best. So the clarity again comes from you when you know you what you're thinking, your state of mind, you give honest feedback within the... Respectfully. Exactly, and with the emotional intelligence of knowing what is appropriate and what's not appropriate. Absolutely. Okay, um, speaking about emotional intelligence, I have um, my producer letting me know that um, we have run out of time. <laughs> so... <laughs>
as entrepreneurs, we have to ask these tough questions in order to grow. And our tough question is, do bad things happen to you and your business or do they happen because of you and all the decisions you make that eventually lead to those bad things? So is it to you or because of you is the real question. And many entrepreneurs are always looking for the reasons for their lack of successes because things happen to you. And as a result, they're not looking at themselves and, and trying to understand what did I do? How am I responsible for this thing happening? Now, what I've seen in my many years working with thousands of entrepreneurs is the successful entrepreneurs. Every time something bad happens to them, every time they lose a bid, every time they they do not achieve what they are trying to achieve, the first thing they do is assume it is because of themselves. And because they start there and look at themselves, they start to see whether in fact there is a gap between what they should be doing and are doing. Are there bad decision-making processes happening within them? Are they not taking certain things into consideration? And as a result, they spend time fixing those things, improving on those things and making sure that they learn from those things and close the gap. So do yourself a favor. The next time something bad happens to you as an entrepreneur, default to it's because of you. It's not that it happened to you. Well, that's it uh, for the Big Small Business Show tonight. And uh, I do hope you had a, a good show. And do remember, if you think it, Write it down and make it a reality. The Big Small Business Show was brought to you by MTN Business. The Big Small Business Show was proudly brought to you by Saika. Choose a difference maker, choose a chartered accountant.